Welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And it's Christmas week, okay? An exciting time of the year, but I do appreciate that it's also a double-edged sword for those of us who are mourning the loss of someone, okay? Especially if it's your first Christmas without them. Um, And I think, you know, anybody, you know, who's listening understands your grief and has been there. Okay, and, you know, I just thought that given the week that's in it, that we could talk about some of the ways that we can remember our loved ones over Christmas and how to make them part of our Christmas celebration. Because Christmas is a powerful time for reflection, okay? We can reflect on our last reflection on the time we spent with them when they were alive, but also time to contemplate the future without them, okay? Um, but like life, Christmas becomes... Uh, what we decide to make it okay and you know when we truly embrace the spirit of Christmas okay um we you know I don't want to make it religious and you know um I am Catholic and you know Christmas has been such a huge part of my family but I understand that a lot of people listening won't be Catholic okay you won't be Christian and you might not even be religious Okay, but it doesn't mean that you can't celebrate in the traditional meaning of Christmas. And I'm not just talking about the birth of Jesus, you know, um, which obviously is a huge part to us Christians. But, you know, it's about warmth. It's about joy. It's about love. It's about family. It's about giving and receiving. Okay, and those are things that you can definitely continue to do, even though you may be mourning. Okay. So, you know, as a child, okay, now I come from a big family, you know, and there were hundreds of cousins and cousins of cousins and, you know, aunts and uncles-in-law and, you know, whatever. And everybody met up and everybody celebrated together. And it would always start on the afternoon of Christmas Eve, okay? And when people who lived away, they all started arriving home. And we always met up in town. We had something to eat and drink, you know, before we headed home. Um, and started preparing food which we all brought to my granddad's house and we all had a huge big dinner together for Christmas Day okay and we had lots of different traditions um, and songs that we'd sing games we would play and you know what have you everything that you used to do you know at Christmas but you know like most people you know unfortunately over the years we've lost some of the older generation of family And my cousins, we've all grown up and we have families of our own. And, you know, they don't all travel back to Ireland for the holidays anymore. Okay, so the celebration isn't as pronounced as it used to be. But, you know, for those that can't be here, you know, especially those that aren't accessible via video call, there are some other ways that we can include them in our celebrations. Okay, and I'm going to talk about a few of them here just to give you some ideas, but the list isn't exhaustive and I really would love to hear of some of the ways that you remember your loved ones or how you include them in your celebrations at Christmas time. Okay, but before I start my list, I would like to mention 
that holidays are an extremely emotional time. Okay, traditions when mixed with grief, they become, you know, they become real detonators for huge emotional responses. Okay, and there's so much pressure on us at Christmas time to be everything for everybody. You know, especially if you're a parent or a grandparent or whatever, you know, if you're hosting people at Christmas, you want to be everything for everyone. But when it comes to honoring your loved ones at Christmas time, you must do what feels right for you. Okay, you have to forget about what you think you have to do because there's only what feels right. Okay, there is no have to. It's only what feels right for you. Okay, your grief will be there no matter what you do or don't do. So the only thing you can control is how you acknowledge it. And I hope that something in this list of mine resonates with you and helps you to carry your grief alongside your celebration this Christmas time. Okay, so the first one, number one that I'm going to list here is traditions. Okay, and some of the traditions that you practiced in years gone by with your loved ones, they will now become memorial moments for you after their passing. Okay, and if you find it comforting to carry on traditions, okay, and this will keep the energy of your loved ones with you. So if you're finding this comforting, then do it. Okay, don't let anyone else put you off of doing it. Because, you know, for somebody it might not feel right, but if it feels right for you, then go ahead. Okay, and some of the traditions from my own childhood. Okay, I've kept some of them going even with my own children. Okay, and we always went out for dinner on Christmas Eve when I was young. Okay, and we did it for years after our family members passed. And I still insist on playing some kind of a game after dinner, you know, a board game, a game of cards. And, you know, every year we still sing karaoke on New Year's Eve. So, you know, all of these traditions, they inevitably turn into a storytelling fest. OK, where we talk about Christmas past. OK, because, you know, when you're doing something, it's going to remind you of something. So whenever we play a game after dinner, which was something we all used to do as a family. Of course, we didn't have, you know, um, cable television back then or the internet. But, um, you know, when we start playing games, and I'm laughing because one of the main things that comes to mind for me, um, it happened back in the 1980s, okay? I was young and uh, my cousins were overstaying uh, with us for Christmas. And one of my cousins, he got a Scalectric um, set okay if anybody's not familiar with that it was a race car set you know one of the earlier ones um, they, we didn't have the technology that you young ones have these days but one of my cousins he did get a scale electric set and two of our older relatives ended up arguing there was a huge argument in the house over who did or didn't win this particular race um, in the game okay and you know talking about this story we'll obviously play in the games um, make us, la you know, make us remember. But then telling the story still makes us laugh, okay? And it's a great way of including them in our day still, even though they're both gone now, okay? Um, you know, especially if we end up fighting over a game, okay, which inevitably happens, you know, Monopoly and whatnot. Um, you know, there's always some kind of a dispute over something, okay? And that makes us laugh too. Um, 
Number two that I've written down here is keepsake gifts, okay? Now, we know that Christmas is all about giving gifts, okay? But instead of buying someone a gift this year, why not give a keepsake gift, okay? Maybe it's your first or your second Christmas and someone has passed. Um, and Or maybe a family member has reached adulthood since a relative has passed. In which case, this year could be a good time for you to consider passing on either, you know, some family heirloom or some belonging to another family member. You know, wrapping something and putting it under the tree. And, you know, this will not just only keep the energy of your loved one with you at Christmas, but it would also mean so much to those who are grieving the last two. Okay. So just to be clear, what I mean by this is, you know, if it's not long since you've suffered a loss, okay, you might not yet have been strong enough to go through or to sort out this person's belongings. But even the smallest memento will mean so much to someone who'll receive it from you, okay? Whether it's a dad's tie or a mother's hair comb, you know, sometimes it's just the smallest things that matter the most, okay? Or if there's a son or grandson or granddaughter, whatever, um, who may have reached um, the age, you know, an adult at maybe 18 or 21, you know, this past year. Well, this might be a good time to consider passing on an heirloom, you know, a granddad or a granddad's watch or a grandmother's string of pearls, you know, a ring, any kind of heirloom that will be a treasured keepsake for them going forward. Okay. So keepsake gift, it could be um, a real way, well, both of, of, of saving money, but also to mix it up a little bit and, you know, keep those family traditions going. Okay. I've also put in number three is a sentimental gift. Okay. It's another take on the keepsake gift. Um, but if you might not be ready to part with your loved one's belongings just yet. Okay. In which case, giving a sentimental gift, you know, such as a framed photo or a personalized Christmas tree ornament, you know, something, you know, maybe with a photograph or if someone supported maybe a particular sports team or, you know, whatever it might be that you could have made or you could make it yourself, um, you know, for the Christmas tree and then it'll be used in years to come. You know, another way that I've put in here, um, which would be um, a keepsake gift as well, is also to edit a video of, you know, maybe some footage of Christmas's past or family occasions past. You know, edit some little, you know, highlights for someone to watch, you know, either on Christmas or whenever they might feel like they need to remember the person. And I know from experience that it can be so important in the years after loss to just be able to hear someone's laugh again. Because we all have that moment where we panic and think, oh, I've forgotten their voice or I've forgotten how they laugh, okay? So, you know, by giving a sentimental gift, you're ensuring that they will be remembered not just at Christmas, okay, or Christmas is to come, but at any time during the year, okay? Number four, I've put down to donate in their honor. Okay, and I know a lot of you donate at Christmas time anyway, so this might be a moot point for you. But for those who haven't, okay, if you are feeling ready to go through some of your loved one's belongings, you might consider donating clothes or other items to people, you know, who need them. And, you know, there hasn't been a better time than now um, to do this as there are so many in need right now. 
No, and I'm talking specifically maybe from an Irish point of view, but I'm sure it's the same worldwide. We have record numbers of homelessness. We have record numbers of people fleeing war or hardship in other countries, okay? So instead of holding on to stuff that won't be used, consider gifting them to some local charities. And in this way, you're, you know, you're honoring them, but also allowing them to give gifts even after they're gone, okay? Um, now, if you don't feel ready, and I'm not going to force you or guilt you into doing anything, you may not feel ready to part with um, any belongings of your loved ones, in which case you might just consider making a donation to a charity or a cause that they would have supported during their lifetime. And trust me, however small a donation received by a charity or an organisation, it's always appreciated and well received. Okay. Number five, keep a Christmas journal. Okay, bear with me. <laughs> I can almost hear you recoiling in horror. I'm not asking you to write a novel, I promise. Okay, but what about getting people to write about their favorite memories of their loved ones or your loved ones at Christmas? Okay, if you're feeling industrious, you know, because you might not get everybody to write them down, you could make a note of all the memories that are shared over the holidays to write them into a book yourself afterwards, okay? So just make some bullet points on the day, you know, or on your phone or whatever, and write them out in maybe longer form into a notebook or a journal afterwards. Not at length, just a couple of lines about each memory so it doesn't get forgotten over the years, okay? Now this doesn't have to be done all in one year. This can be done over the course of a number of years and the book can be revisited each year when the family are gathered together for Christmas. Okay, and in this way you're celebrating the memories but also you will add on new ones as time goes on. So each Christmas you'll open it up, you'll go back and you'll say, oh, I remember this one or remember that one and that'll lead on to something else and each year you'll be adding new memories in. Now, this is also something that you could start maybe if you have a young family of your own or, you know, maybe you're just branching out and newly married or, you know, you want to start your own little traditions. You know, you could also start to journal and keep this for your own children to refer to in years to come or even, you know, dare I say it, after you've passed. OK, because our, our day will come too. And in this way, you'll be creating a tradition for them to continue even after you've gone but you'll already have the moments written out for them. Okay, so each year you can write in or, you know, write in little memories of things that happened on a day, things that get forgotten easily. Okay, or even a picture of something and put it in there. And, you know, in 20 or 30 years, this could be something that they're going through. You know, well, I hope I have 20 or 30 years left, but maybe even in 50 or 60 years, my great grandchildren could be reading through something like this. Okay, so you're creating the tradition for the future generations. Number six, <laughs> I've put down food because food is always on my mind. <laughs> but I do think that after giving gifts, that food is the second biggest Christmas tradition. OK, and, you know, as I mentioned before, um, one tradition that we continued for many years was eating out on Christmas Eve. OK, but another thing that we've done um, over the years is to set a place at the table for our family members. OK, and include them in conversation. We've cooked their favourite foods or made their favourite desserts on the day, okay? 
And, you know, this in itself, when people are eating the food or they're, you know, eating the dessert or drinking a particular drink or whatever, this prompts them to talk about their, you know, our loved ones. Um, it also rattles the memories, you know, that they, they talk about, remember when I made this for them and whatever. And, you you know, we can talk about their reactions to, you know, when they got served their favorite foods on Christmas Day. This brings up a lot of um memories you know that you wouldn't generally if you sat down to write something you might not remember those little things but you know maybe maybe this person loved to be served a pina colada you know at 9 p.m on christmas day or something i don't know but whatever little um thing was their quirk their drink or their food or whatever okay and you know for example i'm not a fan of christmas cake i don't like christmas cake i'm not a cake eater at all i'm more of a chocolate person but many of my family Okay, they still eat Christmas cake for breakfast as a nod to my grandmother because she always baked the Christmas cake and she gave everyone a slice along with a cup of tea after breakfast on Christmas morning. Okay, so this is their way of still including, even though my nanny passed, I was only um, seven when she passed in 1982. I'm giving away my age there now, but anyway, I was. So, um, yeah, so this, you know, even after all these years, this is still a way of um, remembering her and, you know, keeping her little Christmas tradition, which no doubt she had from her mother and maybe even from her grandmother going back. OK, now, number seven. OK, I'm, I'm listing this as two together. Hang up um your loved one's christmas stocking and also create a personalized wreath okay so i'm combining two um christmas suggestions here uh, one of hanging up the stocking and one of creating a personalized wreath okay so bear with me so if you're a family that have a tradition of hanging stockings on the mantle for christmas um day okay it's not something we've done but i know it's a tradition that many do okay but why not still hang up the stocking for the loved one who's going to be missing this year okay but as people are calling into the house or visiting over the holidays okay family and friends alike ask them to write out a little note okay leave them a pen and you know maybe um a notepad or um you know the little yellow stick it notes and leave it out and ask them to just write down a memory or something that reminds them of of your person at christmas and ask them, you know, or you could ask some family to bring a photograph or a little small keepsake. Because I know people that have kept um, little things like something that they got out of a Christmas cracker that they pulled with somebody special at Christmas time. So ask them if they have anything small like that to bring it with them and pop it into the stocking, um, you know, in the run up to Christmas. And then using all of these contributions, okay, from the family and the friends, you can make a personalized Christmas wreath in the person's memory. And this is something that you'll be able to use for years and years to come. You know, laminate all the Chris, all the written notes, laminate all the photographs, get them mounted on a wreath. Or, you know, if you're creative at all, you could make that yourself. And this will be a keepsake that you can enjoy forever. OK, and the memories and the photos, they'll also help with the Christmas journal if you decide to keep one. It would be a lovely thing maybe to sit down on Christmas Day, maybe over a cup of tea after dinner or something and pull out all the little notes and pictures that people have put into the stocking in the run up to Christmas. OK, so it'll be a gift of memories 
um, in honour of your loved one. And it'll also be a gift for them that they're being included and still receiving gifts um, at Christmas. Okay, and number eight. Okay, I've said start a new tradition in their honour. Okay, so what about doing something different in memory of them? Okay, you know, you have to acknowledge the change in your life. And you can, you know, by losing someone, obviously there's been a huge change in your life. But by incorporating something different into your Christmas tradition, this is a way of acknowledging the change that their loss has brought into your life. Okay, I know it's unwelcome. I know it's unwanted. But, you know, it can be a way of remembering them too. So, for example, I mentioned a couple of times above, you know, that um, for years we ate out on Christmas Eve in honour of my family tradition when I was little. But a few years ago, my father-in-law passed away and we weren't long back from the funeral in London, okay, um, when Christmas rolled around. And none of us felt particularly festive that year. So we decided to go out for Christmas dinner. Okay, we went out for dinner on Christmas Day. And, you know, we now actually still do this every year. And we actually eat Indian food for Christmas instead of the turkey and ham. We have that for New Year instead. Okay, so this is just our way. This is our new tradition. We eat out. You know, he loved Indian food and we used to go for Indian food with him, you know, when we visited him or vice versa. So, you know, it was a thing of our relationship with him. And it also became, you know, it's become a new tradition now over the last five years for our little family. OK, now you don't have to eat out. It's just a suggestion. This was our way of coping um, after the loss of my father-in-law. But you can do so many other things. OK, um, you could cook extra food so you can donate to a, um, a less fortunate family in your area. I've done this in the past, you know, um, when I used to cook at home, I'd always cook extra, plate up a few extra dinners and drop them around to people maybe who lived alone or whatever. Um, you could write a letter or a card for your loved one, okay? Um, you can laminate it and leave it on, on a grave or in a memorial garden for them, maybe even just on the mantelpiece, okay? This is particularly a great thing to do if there's younger family members, okay? you know, kids or grandkids, um, if you've lost someone, this can be a great way of them to get their feelings out and, you know, to keep their memories of the loved ones alive. Okay. You know, you could participate in, you know, a Christmas walk, a run or a swim. You know, I know there's lots in my areas that do these things. Um, I think the swims are generally on St. Stephen's Day on the 26th, but I know lots of walks and runs that take place on Christmas morning. So if this is something that you haven't done in the past, maybe you could now incorporate this into your Christmas tradition in memory of your loved one, especially if it's if there's something going ahead for a charity. Maybe this could be a way of donating to a charity that they supported. OK, and another thing that, you know, um, I want to suggest is maybe, you know, if you're finding it particularly painful, maybe you could consider going on holidays for Christmas. Okay, if you're finding it difficult to be at home without them, maybe go away. Okay, maybe your family abroad that you can visit or maybe you, as a family you could go somewhere, you know, and celebrate a different kind of Christmas. Okay, so there's like eight suggestions that I, you know, I just put together things that, you know, maybe I've done in the past or whatever. But as I said, you know, at the, at the beginning, this isn't an exhaustive list. 
okay there's so many different things that you can do um and it depends you know on your loss and what stage you're at and whatever okay but i do want to say to you that if you don't want to do anything that you did before okay because the memories are still too you know rough i suppose right now okay or maybe you're not ready to start something new without them okay that itself is okay too okay just make sure that you create some time and some space for yourself and for some self-care whether it's just to listen to music or to write or to watch a video or it doesn't matter what it is as long as it's making you feel good about yourself also try and say yes to any invitations that you might receive okay keep yourself surrounded by people who love you and who want to help and who can share your memories of your loved ones okay you know christmas does get a lot of hype in the media and the shops and everything and because of this hype the family and the spiritual side of christmas often gets forgotten okay and like every other year the day will come and it will go before you know what's happened okay so try and make it special and enjoy it in ways that are meaningful to you okay so have a great christmas everyone i'll be thinking about all of you and i will be sending healing to all of you who are mourning the loss of a loved one this year okay for now i'm going to let you go i hope there's something that we talked about here in this episode that will help you to remember your loved ones or to make them part of your celebrations this year but for now i'll say goodbye and happy christmas okay i will talk to you in the next episode until then take care and stay safe Discussing everything.